Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight, and I'm here with Michelle McKnight of Touring Plans Travel. And Michelle, we were in Florida this week, but we did not get on a cruise ship. No, sadly, no time for cruises right now. No, we were busy visiting colleges and had one evening in the Disney parks. And one morning. And one morning, a quick hour. Mm-hmm. A very a, a lot happened in that hour. There are no cruise ships that leave at 4 and come back at 9 a.m. No. The next day. No, not that we know Unfortunately. Yeah, that would be, I mean, one night on a cruise ship, better than no nights Just on a cruise saying, ship. Just saying, if they want to start it, maybe we could. We would have done it. We would have done we'll it. We'll be the brand ambassadors. Of the one night cruise? Yeah. Why not? I mean, why not? So I always say any night on a cruise ship is better than a night not on a cruise ship. But that was our week. So let's get into it. We'll start with an Apple podcast review. You leave a five-star review. We will read it on the show. This one is titled Great Podcast for Cruisers. And then, of course, it doesn't show me the rest of the title. Apple, what are you doing? There's a parentheses and dot, dot, dot. Anyway, five stars by Iowa Disney Fan. This is a great podcast for anyone interested in cruising. Michelle and Doug do a great job of going over basics for new cruisers, but mix in some fun trip reports and interesting topics for seasoned cruisers. Looking forward to more episodes. Thank you very much for the podcast review. Yeah, thank you very much. There's cruise fans in Iowa, Michelle. Sure. Or Disney fans in Iowa, both. (laughs) Cruising and Disney fans in Iowa. So we appreciate our neighbors to the east in Iowa. All right. Word of the day, Michelle. Are you ready for word of the day? Sure. Apparently it's a difficult one. It is a not. The nautical term of not. So the term of not, that's K-N-O-T, is in reference to currents and is defined as one nautical mile per hour. So it's used to measure speed, like the cruise is going a certain speed. Um, it is equal to 1.15 miles an hour. Yes. One knot per hour is equal to 1.15 miles per hour. Yeah. Yes, but that doesn't really answer what a knot truly is. Can't wait for Doug to tell me what this is. You tried to find it. So here we go. Historically, knots were used on the sea starting in the 17th century to determine speed. Sailors would use a contraption commonly called a log or a chipboard, a piece of wood attached to a rope with evenly spaced knots throughout to determine their speed in knots. The log would be thrown into the water for half a minute with the knotted rope in tow. After half a minute, the speed would be determined by the number of knots passed by and counted. So that's where the term comes by, literally knots in a rope. In modern times, a knot is a unit of speed that ties directly into the global latitude and longitude coordinate system. Therefore, in aviation and nautical worlds, knots are oftentimes used in place of miles per hour or kilometers per hour since they are easier to navigate with. There you go. A knot is in miles exactly equal to 676 feet. In case you're counting. Sure. Did we enjoy that lesson? Yep, I love a good history lesson from Doug. Do you? Nope. Okay. All right. On to the news. Of course, the Rope Drop on Deck news is brought to you by BackToTheMouse.com. 
where you can find all kinds of great things about Disney cruising and a little bit of Royal Caribbean, a lot of stateroom pictures, menus, the least expensive per night cruise on Disney Cruise Line. And that comes out the first of every month, Michelle. Um, Joe just sent it to me today. So Ooh, a little sneak bit ahead peek. of time. Yeah. How exciting. I get those, Joe. I, I Joe must like me. <sighs> I don't get those, Joe. No. No. Why don't? Nope. Okay. I wouldn't do anything with them anyway. I, I use a travel agent to help me with that. So here we go. The news of the day. Galveston to implement new tariff on cruise passengers, which I find interesting because they just like built a new Royal Caribbean thing and then, well, yeah, we're going to charge more. It's the city council. Um, the surcharge will be a 50 cents per ticket to generate revenue that could be used for infrastructure improvements and other priorities as determined by the city council. So, Michelle, thoughts on that? I mean, it seems pretty inexpensive. You're not even going to notice it because 50 cents in a cruise is, yeah. Right. That's the idea. You're not going to notice yeah. it until all of a sudden you're like, why am I paying seems all like this? seems like you could do like a $2 one and if they'd get more money. Wait, there's more. In addition to the surcharge on cruise tickets, the city council is also discussing a potential ordinance to add a dollar per day per car surcharge for parking in both port and private cruise lots for more than two days. That so one's noticeable. Yeah. One to two dollars per day to park. So they're getting you both ways. That says one dollar. One, one per day <laughs> for two days. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, uh, you know, anyway. sometimes reading is hard for Doug. So it... The, the cruise industry is a little, like, wondering why you're doing this after we just struck a deal to build all these cruise terminals. If you wanted, you know, it should have been dealt with prior, right? And now the probably there's some new city council members, is my guess, from a November election. And they're like, cruise ships. That's my guess. Sure. I don't know. It's all speculation. Um, I mean, Royal Caribbean just invested $125 million in the cruise terminal. And the city council is like, we need to make more money. Right. Like, they got them more passengers, literally from their mm. Oasis-class ships. And that's not good enough. Right. They finally can have Oasis-class ships, which fills hotel rooms. Use the tax that's already in place on hotel rooms that are now fuller to take care of this $0.50. Cents. You're getting greedy, in my opinion. News, I don't like it. Newsflash. You can usually only do Western Caribbean from there, so you can't do every single type of cruise. So you should be happy with what you're getting. Yeah. From in Galveston. Right. Like, They're limited. It's a limited cruise port because yeah. it's it's not Florida where you can go multiple directions. Most likely not going to the private islands from there. <sighs> City council. So they also. I also love that they call it a ticket because that was your first thing. What's a ticket? I don't know. It's something you have to hand them to get on board. They punch it with a little puncher. No. Okay, there's no ticket. I haven't had a ticket for a cruise no ever. No ticket. Unless they do no. things differently in Galveston. We have not set up, sailed out of Galveston. They, do, they wear cowboy hats and boots. That's not true. Oh, it's true. Have you been to Texas? There's plenty of Lots Midwesterners of that don't, and they get go, going there. But I'm pretty sure they're not handing out a ticket no. and getting on board. I'm sure someone's asked for their ticket. So, all right. On to the next news thing. Disney Cruise Line finally announced their tiers for their loyalties. 
the Castaway Club, as it's called. They added another tier called Pearl. So after completing 25 sailings. And what do you get for being Pearl? You get the privilege of booking things four, day, or four days earlier than the general public, which is just one day earlier than Platinum, which is 10 cruises. Or you can start making your cruise activities 123 days prior to sailing, or three days earlier than Platinum. Uh, you get all the Platinum benefits and gold benefits and silver benefits. You also get a complimentary digital photo package. I mean, that's valuable for us. We would use it. Most people. Also, the thing I do not like about... So that's it. That's the only thing added. No additional meal, no internet, none of that. This is not going to... Individuals don't get a photo package. A stateroom gets a photo package. Mm -hmm. So say you have four Pearl people staying in one stateroom, three people really aren't getting a benefit. Am I, that's how I feel about it. Am I wrong? I mean, a little bit, but at the same time, they're doing it for stateroom because they, once you, I, I don't know. I mean, you're already saving money by being in that room altogether. So you're caught, like, if there's four po- mm-hmm. Pearl, I don't know. Uh, what if there are children, though? I mean, we're I not going to be Pearl with our children in I our mean, stateroom ever, for, just FYI. For Platinum, our kids are already not getting the Paulo and... I know, and I've complained about that. They're not old enough to get the benefit of eating at Paolo. Like, there is no benefit for them. But if you have more people in your room, I don't know. Yeah, I would have liked to see internet. That would have been individuals getting a perk. Yeah. Rather than the whole room gets one per. I don't like that it's 25 ceilings because you're going from 10 to 25, where the other ones are 1, 5, 10. Right. Like, let's, let's, Throw let's do a 17 20. and a half a bone. I mean, 20 would be better than 25. 25 is a lot. I mean, you... they, they needed another tier, right? Because there's lots of people that have more than 10. Mm-hmm. So Platinum was getting a little overloaded. I, and for the benefit they're throwing out there, two of the things are basically like, hey, you can give us money sooner. But they need another tier. Yeah, not arguing. Still. They need a, they like need a, a 15 in there. Slide diamond, it in there. Diamond, emerald. I, I'm just thinking do you think they went with 25 because it's their 25th yes. anniversary? Yes. I mean, we know people are... And they needed to throw emerald in there before that. Yeah. There's lots of options. There, there's also, you know, we, they could have added another dining benefit or like a spa benefit or internet package benefit, or if they got really wild and crazy, maybe give people a choice. Like, you can pick from one of these things. We're just talking about people that have been on 25 cruises with you. Yep. Most of these people probably don't care about the photo package either. I want Pearl also doesn't get, like, priority check-in either. That's not listed. Nothing's listed. It's same as platinum and gold mm-hmm. and silver. So you're just going to be coming in with the huddled masses. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I expected more out of Disney Cruise Line on this. Am I wrong? Am I weird for thinking that? How I don't are know you why. Still expecting things from Disney Cruise Line. <sighs> you don't know, Michelle. I don't know. I have expectations, none of which are, you know, realistic. I guess. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on Pearl? I mean, no. the photo package could cost anywhere from two hundred to three hundred dollars. So it's not nothing, but if you didn't really want it, then it's 
It's that much for like a three night cruise there, hun. It's- the price between a three and a seven night is not that much. I don't know if you've noticed. It's pretty ridiculous. Interesting. Our three night, it was like $50 difference, I think, on our Wish cruise and our Magic cruise this summer that were, you know, six nights difference in length. Hmm. Yeah. The base price is pretty high, but it doesn't really get too crazy. Probably because you make it too crazy, no one buys it. There you go. Pearl. It's exciting. I think. We will be platinum for quite quite some time. All right. Well, enough of the news. Let's jump into the show, Michelle. We're going to talk this week about how and why to use a travel agent. Cruising is complicated. So that's my first thought is it's not like booking a hotel. So what are the advantages for working with a knowledgeable TA? Well, you already said one word and it's not knowledgeable. So we all have training I mean, if you've signed up to be a travel agent, there are many different levels of travel agents, but if you've signed up to to be a travel agent, you most likely have done the training um, for most of the basic cruise lines, most of the major cruise lines, I should say, not basic, obviously. So we, we do know more than the average consumer. So we know about discounts. We know about refundable or non-refundable deposits. We know like you know, like travel insurance stuff, not like questions that pertain to like your family, but we know, you know, you should travel with travel insurance type of things. Just basically knowledge, knowledge is your, to your benefit. And, um, most of us do not charge fees. I know there are some fee-based agencies out there, but agencies like touring plans and lots of other agencies do not charge fees. So it's not actually costing you more to use us. So you get our knowledge for free as long as you book with us. Yes. That that's the key. It, it is free to use, but you have to book to be able to use it. So what about people that go and book with like Costco or AAA type of thing? What's the difference there? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I've never booked with either one of those, but I'm guessing you do not have their personal cell phone number mm. um, when you book with them for questions. So, if you know, if you have a travel emergency, you're just going to go through their main line Sure, they might have a travel emergency line, but it's not going to be your agent. I have lots of people that email me, my own clients, right? And they, you know, they start out with reservation number and I'm this and I'm that. Well, I know even if I have a lot of clients, which I do, I, I know my clients. So you, it's, it's helpful, right, to, to include that information. But also I, I know where to find that information in my own database. So um, if you email me from your personal email address and as long as your name is in the... Emails. There are some emails that <laughs> email are name. interesting out there, folks. Some people need to, you know, it's time for a grown-up email. It, it's not even that. So sometimes, like, it says me. is like, that's that's who it's from. Like, me? It's from me? Yeah, but then, like, maybe another, um, your name is in the at, like, at Hotmail or something. Great, but it says it's from me. Like, M-E or, um, you know. Lots of people have that, don't yeah, they? Yeah, or, yeah. like, your name is Joey, but the email address... Like the email address is Joey, but the actual screen name or the name in your email says like, I don't know, um, Heather. <laughs> like, um, we need to know what to call you. But as lo- so as long as you are emailing from, you know, your personal email address or your work email address and we can find your name, I, I'm going to know you. Um, I'm guaranteeing that Costco, AAA are not going to know you personally no. and remember what you have booked a year down the road. No, no. And it, also, I think one thing that you can help with on the cruising end is 
like discussing passports, city to fly into, accommodations before the cruise, recommendations. Also, personal knowledge of actually being on a lot of these ships. Yes. I mean, of course we haven't been on all of them. Um, I don't think any travel agent in the world has been on all of the different cruise ships. If they have. They don't have time. Exactly. They don't have time. travel to... agent. Exactly. But I would point out a lot sister ships have a lot of very similar features. Yes. And, like, so, and cruise lines have a lot of similar things throughout, even if they're not sister ships. Like even if it's an Oasis class or an Anthem class or Freedom class. Freedom class. I mean, there's just lots of similarities, right, between Royal Caribbean and... Um, the different categories well, of rooms. The buffet's called the same thing on all the ships for a reason. For Royal, not for Disney. Disney went and screwed that up. They yeah. just, they made them all match a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then now they went with the Wish. And I think that's why the Wish has had people be like, yeah, I don't like it. It's because they changed names. You don't mess with things. Yeah. On cruise lines. So that's one thing, like, even though an agent hasn't been on all of them, they've been on enough to know the class. And so, like, when Icon comes out, you're going to want to, like, there's going to be a lot of agents that go to begin with for a reason. Well, it's gigantic. So, I mean, a lot on the travel agent cruise at the media cruise, there probably is going to be a lot of us yeah. on it. So, um, yeah. Ooh, maybe they'll invite me as media. I don't think so. We need more listeners. Share, share. So we have more listeners so I can go on a cruise. Anywho. Um, um, we also watch for discounts. So... While we aren't always going to find every single discount that gets released, if you find one um, that you think is lower, you know, you can always reach out to us and then we investigate. Um, so just because you see it on your end that's cheaper doesn't necessarily mean that the exact reservation that you have booked has, you know, is the same way. You may have forgotten that, oh yeah, we did include travel insurance in there. Oh, I do have prepaid gratuities already added. You know, things, things like that. Um, Another thing with lots of travel agencies, at least for, for mine at Touring Plans, is we belong to a consorta that has lots of group rates that we get to take advantage of that are not offered to the general public. So sometimes I'm able to quote those. Um, they're generally for a party of two. So lots of times I'm able to quote a cruise and I have a way lower price than um, the public. So... Um, and then and, when you see that sale come out six months later, it's like not even close to what you originally booked at. Right. Yeah. yeah. So even though, yeah, Royal Caribbean's like, oh, you know, 60% off every guest or, you know, um, save up to 750. Well, you save like 1,050, you know, earlier. Yeah. So unfortunately, not all sales are going to apply and get you a lower price, but you want the best rate overall. And that's what, what we can help give you. Awesome. So... How would you recommend someone to first make contact with a travel agent? For me, it's email. I'm sure some other, you know, travel agents may have other ways that they really like to communicate, but email is going to be the best for me and actually lots of my travel agent friends. Um, and there's different reasons for that. So um, we have email in front of us all day long. So if you would message us on social media, I try to stay off Facebook Instagram, Twitter during the day, during the workday, because I, You're you know, working? I'm working. <laughs> this is a, it's a full-time job for, for most of us. So there's another tip. Try it's to, not a hobby. Try to book with a full-time travel agent. Um, also, someone... you're supporting like a local business. If you book directly with the cruise line, the, you're just giving the cruise line a little extra percentage where using a travel agent, you are supporting uh, essentially a local business, a family 
you know, that sort of thing. And they're the ones that also sponsor podcasts, by the way. So if you like listening to podcasts for free, hint, hint, that's another thing to think about. Um, But there are a lot of like part-time travel agents out there and um, they're not going to be able to, for example, like watch for discounts or or book you at like on Disney Cruise Line when they come out right at 7 a.m. Central Time, you know, things like that. So, but anyway, so email, email works best. Um, I have a lot of people that want to set up a phone call. You know, phone calls are great, but they're not because you don't have a record of what you talked about. If we start our conversation in an email, I can refer back to it. You can refer back to it. Um, I'm not able to quote over the over the phone. I will not. That is completely against what I stand for. Um, so if you call me, give me the details, I'm still going to have to go get the quote ready and then email you. It's a different step. One other thing, we are very busy. We're on the phone a lot with the cruise lines you know, helping clients with emergencies that come up. So if we take 30 minutes out of our day to talk to you on the phone and then you go and book with Costco, that's 30 minutes that we aren't able to book a cruise for a different client. So it, it's best to best to start through email. And then once you have quotes and things, you know, if then if you need to talk it over, compare some things, that can be done by scheduling a call. But um, calling is not necessarily the best form to start conversation in my opinion and lots of our opinion i think with email you can also search it yes to where don't delete a, emails a text message <laughs> and uh you know facebook message you can't really search as easily they're hard you can't organize them in folders so i think that's one perk of yeah. email i do have some people you know that will text me hey i heard i got your information from so and so and i what i usually say is great i found out a couple more things about them and then i say hey what's your email and then we, we move it over to email because texting, um, like it's my personal phone, you know, so I have, you know, texts from my family on there. I have, um, I have lots of texts from clients. So as more people text me in one day, guess where the texts go? Well, I mean, today you got a text from me of a man ordering food outside of his car. That would have bumped everybody else's down more. That is a whole separate story. That was a thing I witnessed. That has nothing to do with cruises. out of his car to order food in a drive through That has nothing to do with cruises. But but anyway, email is always in front of us. So, you know, that's the best, best way to start. All right. What should someone tell you in that first communication? What do you want to know as a travel agent? Well, I want to know... Um, Can I be as vague as possible? Be like, I'm thinking about a vacation next year. Is that helpful? That is not helpful at all. (laughs) No. That's what I'm here for, being unhelpful. What if I say, my family's thinking about? Nope. Hmm. No. So what we really need is we need to know dates that you can travel. Um, If you say, I want to (laughs) go... Next summer? Yeah, that's not... it's, it's not helpful. I mean, it's it's a start, right? But then we're going to narrow it down some more. So it's it's great if you know if you have a few dates that you want to try or, a, you know, a good week. Um, if, if we can't find anything in that week, then you can branch out. But it's good to start with a week. We need to know, you know, who's traveling and how old are the kids. Um, if you have, you know, more than like five people in your family, we're probably going to have to break it down into a couple rooms. So, you know, who can who can sail with who is good where you think you might want to go or how actually how long do you want to cruise? That's a big one. Um, and we can't magically make six night cruises, you know, what? appear out of thin air. There are a few every now and then, but I would say 90% of 95% of cruises are either three, four or seven nights. There are some five nights. 
Yeah, um, I think new cruisers don't understand that they can't be like, I want to go to the Caribbean on Tuesday the 5th on this ship. And, like, that ship's in Alaska and there's no thing, you know, like, yeah. and for three nights. Like, you can't go to the Caribbean for three nights. It's just too Alaska far away. for three nights. Right? Like, yeah. can't, you can't do a three-night Alaskan cruise. No. No, you cannot. Yeah. I mean, so, th- so those are good things. You know, if you have any medical concerns or would need any care on the ship, that's another good one to point out. Budget is always a good one if you have a budget that you have to stick to. I am not going to ask for a budget because I feel like most people don't know how much they need or want to spend until we get started. So I'm not going to ask for a budget, but if you have one that you have to stick to, say it up front. Because if if you have a budget of $2,000 and you want to cruise to Alaska, we're going to have to we're going to have to look hard and see if we can find one that would, you know, There's would work. ferries. Um, <laughs> you catch a ferry for Yeah. yeah. So, Alaska's expensive. Yeah. So budget's important, but it's, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't make everything. So, but mention it if you have a, have one. And it's good to know if that budget is per person or including your airfare or like, what does the budget equate to, right? Don't leave mystery in it, especially, and with extended family, if you're traveling with extended family, don't make sure like your sister-in-law's not reaching out to another travel agent at the same time. Yeah, that's very important. And that's. That's one of the most frustrating things as a travel agent. You know, if we if we take time to quote for all of your family members and then they also went out to their went to a travel agent and then everybody books to that travel agent, we're we're not You don't make anything. Anything. And no. it's it's actually a lot of work to to quote, so it's not just a five minute process. So be respectful of of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So communication. You need who's going, when you're going, how you want to go, all that, the nut and bolts. Yeah, actually have to tell the travel agent names. <laughs> You've had some people like, like they didn't want to tell you their kids' names. Yeah. Like they were secret. Like yeah. you were going to abduct them or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the birth dates are important and the ages too because, and legal spellings. Yes, that's very important. Yeah, either your birth certificate, if that's what you're sailing on, or hopefully it's your passport, because that's what I really recommend. Everyone mm-hmm. sails with a passport. Um, it needs to match identically. So If you go by Rob, but your name's Robert, make sure you're saying Robert in the communications. Yep. There's a lot of other examples. Yeah. I forget I have a nickname. I'm bad about that, too. Yeah, and I don't necessarily need that up front. That's if you're ready to book. So, um, well, I do need you, you know... Um, the ages of the kids at the time of sailing, not current, you know. That's Think why birth ahead. dates are great. Think Just ahead. give them a birth date. Yeah. Share the birth date. Then you can't mess it up. Yes. All right. Where do we go after a quote? So if you find something that the travel agent quoted and you, you know, are ready to book, um, follow the directions in the quote. So... Wait, what? There's information as to what to do next in the quote? Um, I believe all my travel agent friends, you know, that I am, um, that I'm, you know, associating with, and I know touring plans agents do it, but we include like, hey, next steps to book, or if, if we can put a cruise on hold for you for one to three days, depending on the cruise line, follow, this is what we need. And then, you know, reply back with that. So name, date of birth, address, phone number, um, what category you want to book? Because most likely we're going to give you more than one category option. 
you know, those things are are the things that we do to move forward. Um, If you don't find anything you like, let us know so we can look for something different. Don't just go and think you found a better price on your own and then think that we're comparing apples to apples because most likely we're not. Like, for example, um, Disney Cruise Line has lots of different veranda types. I'm not quoting all the veranda types for a reason. So if you see a lower price on their website, you know, ask me, why? Hey, this is this is a lot lower. Well, it's most likely a, a guarantee and that's non-refundable and due all at once, even though you're, you know, nine months away. So, And probably over the nightclub. Well, you don't know because... You don't know. The, the place you, you know... It's across from the laundry room. So if you see a lower price, ask, ask the travel agent you're working with. Because the- most of the time, they're going to be able to match the, the cruise line's price. Now, we can't match Costco because they're a big box, you know, store. Um, we're a personal personal travel agent where we we have feelings we have mouths to feed we you know we can we can work with what the cruise line gives us but we can't match those big box stores but don't be the person that gets a quote all and asks a million questions and then goes to costco because you already essentially got a lot of the service that a travel agent provides right where you can't, if you're thinking about Costco, go ask them your questions. They'll give you great answers. I'm sure they've been on the ship. Just totally sure. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, you might, you might not even have the same exact itinerary that you're looking at that we're quoting. So there's about a million different ways the prices could differ. So ask questions before you go and book on your own after you've had a travel agent quote. So that's just, you know, something to to keep in mind what if you do book on your own and then you decide you do want to use a travel agent most of the cruise lines will let consumers transfer the cruise to a travel agent within 30 days of booking um it's usually a hard stop though so you know if it's been 32 days you it's not able to be transferred um however give give the travel agent the option to you know rebook you if it's the same exact price because what what's what's the difference if you're getting the exact same price they can probably get you a room right next door or close by and then maybe snag that room once you cancel that other cruise Mm -hmm. so as long as that cruise is refundable that's one thing but let the travel agent put it on hold and and then you know then you can 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 look at canceling and see if it's it's refundable so lots of options there yeah so what happens as travel gets close? What kind of changes with the booking options? Um, it literally, they disappear. <laughs> so especially right now, cruising is in high demand because cruising was like basically stopped for two years. And I think 2022 really was slower than it we was. expected. We had rebound travel everywhere else but kind of cruising. Yeah. till so, right at the end of the year. Yeah, because now the restrictions are gone. So, you know, anybody can can cruise again um what happens as you get close yes literally the ship only has so much room yes um they can't add more rooms right so and the the rooms that might be left might not actually be you know work for your family so especially if you have a larger family don't wait till the last minute to book because it's very possible we can't find connecting rooms or or next room in the next door or even a room that would fit all of you so that's that's important. Um, also, prices normally go up. Mm-hmm. So you might see like a, a cheaper price, you know, really close to a cruise date. But um, 
most likely the rooms are not going to be what you could have gotten uh you know a year ago for that so. same price or cheaper yeah right last minute deals are usually not cheaper than booking way in advance right so rooms are gone ship fills up prices go up so book early is what you're saying huh yeah yep what what other things might you want people to know if you i mean if you don't book through us we can't help you so please don't message us or email us to ask advice and and we we aren't able to help if we booked you we are not able to to help your sister who didn't book through us so i mean it's 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 pretty cut and dry we're only paid after our clients travel so if you don't travel by booking through us we we can't help so that's, I mean, that's, that's the big one. It's an actual job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't work for free. I, it's, it's kind of like when people tell bands they should play at a bar for exposure. Exposure doesn't feed people. No. 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 It really doesn't. So, no. all right. Well, I think that sums it up pretty good. Any other thoughts? No, I just, you know, I suggest booking with a travel agent. That's, that doesn't always have to be me. Um. I only have so much space that I can book for people. So touring plans is very knowledgeable. There's some other traveling agents out there that are very knowledgeable. Definitely do your research, ask around, look for reviews. I'm in the unofficial guide. Um, for Disney World. For Disney World. But I also book a ton of cruises. Obviously, we have a cruise podcast. Obviously, right? you like it. Right? So We like sailing. Yeah. Yeah. And really appreciate everybody that does book with travel agent because like I said before, it's it supports kind of this community of podcasters, YouTubers, the the creators out there of travel information because travel agents are probably the largest group of sponsors there is. And you appreciate your clients, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. You've become friends with some clients. Yeah, I have some really good friends that are clients. So it's not it's not just a that's the other thing about booking with a, a you know personal travel agent and not just Costco or or AAA. It's you know we develop relationships with with you. Most likely we remember that you have you know a daughter. Um, I've got lots that are the same age as my kids. They're I mean before they booked through me they were strangers. So mm -hmm. um, you know like their preference on cabin types, like you know what to to yep. snag for them right yeah. away. Yeah. After they've cruised a little bit with yeah. you. So. And they follow me on social media. You know, I follow a lot of people on social media. So. All right. Well, good segue. Follow <laughs> Rope Drop on Deck on social media. It's at Rope Drop on Deck on all the things except TikTok. I think we're going to continue to say that because it's fun. We don't tick or talk. So follow us on social media. Go give it a whirl. You can find more of Michelle online at at rope drop queen and more of myself at rope drop radio if you want to check out the uh, little trip to disney world that we mentioned at the very beginning you can see the little trip report on rope drop radio last week it was it was a very eventful little trip wasn't it i was tired my legs hurt afterwards we were not in the parks that long and i was so i want to blame day. the parks for being tired it was ucf's campus that's true we added a few miles there it's first. massive and, and it was hot and we hung out with alex <laughs> sinek another great travel agent with touring plans so uh go find us on social media and i really appreciate everybody that's in listening leaving reviews 
and we hope that you'll tell your friends about Rope Drop on Deck, because we have more exciting things to come, and this has been another Rope Drop on Deck.